Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is part one of, Cristiano, Kotra, and Yudkowsky on AI Progress, by Eliezer Yudkowsky and Iaea Kotra. This post is a transcript of a discussion between Paul Cristiano, Iaea Kotra, and Eliezer Yudkowsky on AGI Forecasting, following up on Paul and Eliezer's Takeoff Speeds discussion. Color Key Chat by Paul and Eliezer Chat by IAEA Inline Comments 8. September 20th Conversation 8.1. Chess and Evergrande Cristiano 1528. I still feel like you are overestimating how big a jump AlphaGo is, or something. Do you have a mental prediction of how the graph of, chess engine quality versus, time, looks, and whether neural net value functions are a noticeable jump in that graph? Like, people investing in better software doesn't predict that you won't be able to make progress at playing Go. The reason you can make a lot of progress at Go is that there was extremely little investment in playing better Go. So then your work is being done by the claim people won't be working on the problem of acquiring a decisive strategic advantage, not that people won't be looking in quite the right place and that someone just had a cleverer idea. Yudkowsky 1635. I think I'd expect something like chess engine slope jumps a bit for deep blue, then levels off with increasing excitement, then jumps for the Alpha series? Albeit it's worth noting that DeepMind's efforts there were going towards generality rather than raw power, chess was solved to the point of being uninteresting, so they tried to solve chess with simpler code that did more things. I don't think I do have strong opinions about what the chess trend should look like, versus the Go trend, I have no memories of people saying the chess trend was breaking upwards or that there was a surprise there. Incidentally, the highly well-traded financial markets are currently experiencing sharp dips surrounding the Chinese firm of Evergrande, which I was reading about several weeks before this. I don't see the basic difference in the kind of reasoning that says surely foresightful firms must produce investments well in advance into earlier weaker applications of AGI that will double the economy, and the reasoning that says surely world economic markets and particular Chinese stocks should experience smooth declines as news about Evergrande becomes better known and foresightful financial firms start to remove that stock from their portfolio or short sell it except that in the latter case there are many more actors with lower barriers to entry than presently exist in the auto industry or semiconductor industry never mind AI. Or if not smooth because of bandwagoning and rational fast actors, then at least the markets should, arguendo, be reacting earlier than they're reacting now, given that I heard about Evergrande earlier, and they should have options priced COVID earlier, and they should have reacted to the mortgage market earlier. If even markets there can exhibit seemingly late wild swings, how is the economic impact of AI? which isn't even an asset market, forced to be earlier and smoother than that, as a result of wise investing. There's just such a vast gap between hopeful reasoning about how various agents and actors should all do the things the speaker finds very reasonable, thereby yielding smooth behavior of the earth, versus reality. 9. September 21st Conversation. 9.1. Alpha Zero, Innovation versus Industry, The Right Flyer, and The Manhattan Project. Cristiano 1018. For benefit of readers, the market is down 1.5% from Friday close, greater than Tuesday open, after having drifted down 2.5% over the preceding two weeks. Draw whatever lesson you want from that. Also, for the benefit of readers, here is the SSDF list of computer chess performance by year. I think the last data point is with the first version of neural net evaluations, though I think to see the real impact we want to add one more data point after the neural nets are refined, which is why I say I also don't know what the impact is. No one keeps similarly detailed records for Go, and there is much less development effort, but the rate of progress was about one stone per year from 1980 until 2015, c, written way before AGZ. In 2012 Go bots reached about 4-5 to five amateur Dan. 
by DeepMind's reckoning here, figure 4, Fan Alpha go about 4 to 5 stones stronger 4 years later, with 1 stone explained by greater runtime compute. They could then get further progress to be superhuman with even more compute, radically more than were used for previous projects and with pretty predictable scaling. That level is within 1 to 2 stones of the best humans, professional Dan are greatly compressed relative to amateur Dan, so getting to beats best human is really just not a big discontinuity and the fact that DeepMind marketing can find an expert who makes a really bad forecast shouldn't be having such a huge impact on your view. This understates the size of the jump from AlphaGo, because that was basically just the first version of the system that was superhuman and it was still progressing very rapidly as it moved from prototype to slightly better prototype, which is why you saw such a close game. Though note that the AlphaGo prototype involved much more engineering effort than any previous attempt to play Go, so it's not surprising that a prototype was the thing to win. So to look at actual progress after the dust settles and really measure how crazy this was, it seems much better to look at Alpha Zero which continued to improve further, see, colon slash slash www.naturecom articles slash nature24270, figure 6b. Their best system got another 8 stones of progress over Alpha. Go! Now we are like 7 to 10 stones ahead of trend, of which I think about 3 stones are explained by compute. Maybe call it 6 years ahead of schedule? So I do think this is pretty impressive, they were slightly ahead of schedule for beating the best humans but they did it with a huge margin of error. I think the margin is likely overstated a bit by their LO evaluation methodology, but I'd still grant like 5 years ahead of the nearest competition. I'd be interested in input from anyone who knows more about the actual state of play, plus is allowed to talk about it, and could correct errors. Mostly that whole thread is just clearing up my understanding of the empirical situation. Probably we still have deep disagreements about what that says about the world, just as for example we read very different lessons from market movements. Probably we should only be talking about either ML or about historical technologies with meaningful economic impacts. In my view your picture is just radically unlike how almost any technologies have been developed over the last few hundred years. So probably step one before having bets is to reconcile our views about historical technologies, and then maybe as a result of that we could actually have a bet about future technology or we could try to shore up the GDP bet. Like, it feels to me like I'm saying, AI will be like early computers, or modern semiconductors, or airplanes, or rockets, or cars, or trains, or factories, or solar panels, or genome sequencing, or basically anything else. And you are saying, AI will be like nuclear weapons. I think from your perspective it's more like, AI will be like all the historical technologies, and that means there will be a hard takeoff. The only way you get a soft takeoff forecast is by choosing a really weird thing to extrapolate from historical technologies. So we're both just forecasting that AI will look kind of like other stuff in the near future, and then both taking what we see as the natural endpoint of that process. To me it feels like the nuclear weapons case is the outer limit of what looks plausible, where someone is able to spend $100 billion for a chance at a decisive strategic advantage. Yudkowsky 1111. Go wise, I'm a little concerned about that stone metric, what would the chess graph look like if it was measuring pawn handicaps? Are the professional dons compressed in LO, not just stone handicaps, relative to the amateur dons? And I'm also hella surprised by the claim, which I haven't yet looked at, that Alpha Zero got 8 stones of progress over Alpha Go. I would not have been shocked if you told me that God's algorithm couldn't beat Lee Se Dole with a 9 stone handicap. Like, the obvious metric is LO, so if you go back and refigure in stone handicaps, an obvious concern is that somebody was able to look into the past and fiddle their hindsight until they found a hindsightful metric that made things look predictable again. 
My sense of go said that 5 Dan Amateur to 9 Dan Pro was a hell of a leap for 4 years, and I also have some doubt about the original 5 Dan Amateur claims and whether those required relatively narrow terms of testing, for example timed matches or something. One basic point seems to be whether AGI is more like an innovation or like a performance metric over an entire large industry. Another point seems to be whether the behavior of the world is usually like that, in some sense, or if it's just that people who like smooth graphs can go find some industries that have smooth graphs for particular performance metrics that happen to be smooth. Among the smoothest metrics I know that seems like a convergent rather than hand-picked thing to cite, is world GDP, which is the sum of more little things than almost anything else, and whose underlying process is full of multiple stages of converging product line bottlenecks that make it hard to jump the entire GDP significantly even when you jump one component of a production cycle which, from my standpoint, is a major reason to expect AI to not hit world GDP all that hard until AGI passes the critical threshold of bypassing it entirely. Having 95% of the tech to invent a self-replicating organism, for example artificial bacterium, does not get you 95%, 50%, or even 10% of the impact. It's not so much the 2% reaction of world markets to Evergrande that I was singling out earlier, 2% is noise-ish, but the wider swings in the vicinity of Evergrande particularly. Cristiano 1241. Yeah, I'm just using stone to mean elo difference that is equal to one stone at Amateur Dan, low Q, you can see deep mines conversion, which I also don't totally believe, in figure 4 here, colon slash slash www.naturecom article slash nature 16961. Stones are closer to constant elo than constant handicap, it's just a convention to name them that way. Yudkowsky 1242. K then. Cristiano 1247. But my description above still kind of understates the gap I think. They call 230 elo one stone, and I think prior rate of progress is more like 200 elo year. They put alpha zero about 3200 elo above the 2012 system, so that's like 16 years ahead equals 11 years ahead of schedule. At least two years are from test time hardware, and self-play systematically overestimates elo differences at the upper end of that. But five years ahead is still too low and that sounds more like seven to nine years ahead. ETA, and my actual best guess all things considered is probably 10 years ahead, which I agree is just a lot bigger than five and I also understated how much of the gap was getting up to Lee Settle. The Go graph I posted wasn't made with hindsight, that was from 2014. I mean, I'm fine with you saying that people who like smooth graphs are cherry-picking evidence, but do you want to give any example other than nuclear weapons of technologies with the kind of discontinuous impact you are describing? I do agree that the difference in our views is like innovation versus industry. And a big part of my position is that innovation-like things just don't usually have big impacts for kind of obvious reasons, they start small and then become more industry-like as they scale up. And current deep learning seems like an absolutely stereotypical industry that is scaling up rapidly in an increasingly predictable way. As far as I can tell the examples we know of things changing continuously aren't hand-picked, we've been looking at all the examples we can find, and no one is proposing or even able to find almost anything that looks like you are imagining AI will look. Like, We've seen deep learning innovations in the form of prototypes, most of all AlexNet, and they were cool and represented giant fast changes in people's views. And more recently we are seeing bigger much less surprising changes that are still helping a lot in raising the tens of billions of dollars that people are raising. And the innovations we are seeing are increasingly things that trade off against modest improvements in model size, there are fewer and fewer big surprises, just like you'd predict. It's clearer and clearer to more and more people what the roadmap is, the roadmap is not yet quite as clear as in semiconductors, but as far as I can tell that's just because the field is still smaller. Yudkowsky 1323. I sure wasn't imagining there was a roadmap to AGI. 
Do you perchance have one which says that AGI is 30 years out? From my perspective, you could as easily point to the right flyer as an atomic bomb. Perhaps this reflects again the innovation versus industry difference, where I think in terms of building a thing that goes foom thereby bypassing our small cute world GDP, and you think in terms of industries that affect world GDP in an invariant way throughout their lifetimes. Would you perhaps care to write off the atomic bomb too? It arguably didn't change the outcome of World War II or do much that conventional weapons in great quantity couldn't. Japan was bluffed into believing the US could drop a nuclear bomb every week, rather than the US actually having that many nuclear bombs or them actually being used to deliver a historically outsized impact on Japan. From the industry-centric perspective, there is surely some graph you can draw which makes nuclear weapons also look like business as usual, especially if you go by destruction per unit of whole industry non-marginal expense, rather than destruction per bomb. Cristiano 1327. Seems like you have to make the right flyer much better before it's important, and that it becomes more like an industry as that happens, and that this is intimately related to why so few people were working on it. I think the atomic bomb is further on the spectrum than almost anything, but it still doesn't feel nearly as far as what you're expecting out of AI. The Manhattan Project took years and tens of billions, if you wait an additional few years and spend an additional few tens of billions then it would be a significant improvement in destruction or deterrence per dollar, but not totally insane. I do think it's extremely non-coincidental that the atomic bomb was developed in a country that was practically outspending the whole rest of the world in killing people technology. And took a large fraction of that country's killing people resources. A, that's a bit unfair, the US was only like 35% of global spending on munitions. And the Manhattan Project itself was only a couple percent of total munitions spending. Yudkowsky 1332. A lot of why I expect AGI to be a disaster is that I am straight up expecting AGI to be different if it was just like coal or just like nuclear weapons or just like viral biology then I would not be way more worried about AGI than I am worried about those other things. Cristiano 1333. That definitely sounds right. But it doesn't seem like you have any short-term predictions about AI being different. 9.2. AI alignment versus biosafety, and measuring progress. Yudkowsky 1333. Are you more worried about AI than about bioengineering? Cristiano 1333. I'm more worried about AI because, I, alignment is a thing, unrelated to takeoff speed, 2AI is a, ETA, likely to be, huge deal and bioengineering is probably a relatively small deal. In the sense of for example how much dollar people spend, or how much dollar it makes, or whatever other metric of size you want to use. Yudkowsky 1335. What's the disanalogy to, I, biosafety is a thing, unrelated to the speed of bioengineering. Why expect AI to be a huge deal and bioengineering to be a small deal? Is it just that investing in AI is scaling faster than investment in bioengineering? Cristiano 1335. No, alignment is a really easy x-risk story, bioengineering x-risk seems extraordinarily hard. It's really easy to mess with the future by creating new competitors with different goals, if you want to mess with the future by totally wiping out life you have to really try at it and there's a million ways it can fail. The bioengineering seems like it basically requires deliberate and reasonably competent malice whereas alignment seems like it can only be averted with deliberate effort, etc. I'm mostly asking about historical technologies to try to clarify expectations, I'm pretty happy if the outcome is, you think AGI is predictably different from previous technologies in ways we haven't seen yet though I really wish that would translate into some before end of days prediction about a way that AGI will eventually look different. Yudkowsky 1338. In my ontology a whole lot of threat would trace back to AI hits harder, faster, gets too strong to be adjusted, tricks with proteins just don't have the raw power of intelligence. 
Cristiano 1339. In my view it's nearly totally orthogonal to takeoff speed, though fast takeoffs are a big reason that preparation in advance is more useful. But not related to the basic reason that alignment is unprecedentedly scary. It feels to me like you are saying that the AI improving AI will move very quickly from way slower than humans to FUM in less than one year, but it just looks like that is very surprising to me. However I do agree that if AI improving AI was like Alpha Zero, then it would happen extremely fast. It seems to me like it's pretty rare to have these big jumps, and it gets much much rarer as technologies become more important and are more industry-like rather than innovation-like, and people care about them a lot rather than random individuals working on them, etc. And I can't tell whether you are saying something more like not big jumps happen all the time in places that are structurally analogous to the key takeoff jump, even if the effects are blunted by slow adoption and regulatory bottlenecks and so on or if you are saying AGI is atypical in how jumpy it will be. Yudkowsky 1344. I don't know about slower, GPT-3 may be able to type faster than a human. Cristiano 1345. Yeah, I guess we've discussed how you don't like the abstraction of speed of making progress. Yudkowsky 1345. But, basically less useful in fundamental ways than a human civilization, because they are less complete, less self-contained. Cristiano 1346. Even if we just assume that your AI needs to go off in the corner and not interact with humans, there's still a question of why the self-contained AI civilization is making zero progress and then all of a sudden very rapid progress. Yudkowsky 1346. Unfortunately a lot of what you are saying, from my perspective, has the flavor of, but can't you tell me about your predictions earlier on of the impact on global warming at the Homo erectus level? You have stories about why this is like totally not a fair comparison. I do not share these stories. Cristiano 1346. I don't understand either your objection nor the reductio. Like, here's how I think it works, AI systems improve gradually, including on metrics like how long does it take them to do task X, or how high quality is their output on task X. Yudkowsky 1347. I feel like the thing we know is something like, there is a sufficiently high level where things go whoosh humans from hominid style. Cristiano 1347. We can measure the performance of AI on tasks like make further AI progress, without human input. Anyway I can slice the analogy, it looks like AI will get continuously better at that task. Yudkowsky 1348. How would you measure progress from GPT-2 to GPT-3, and would you feel those metrics really captured the sort of qualitative change that lots of people said they felt? Cristiano 1348. And it seems like we have a bunch of sources of data we can use about how fast AI will get better. Could we talk about some application of GPT-2 or GPT-3? Also that's a lot of progress, spending 100x more is a lot more money. Yudkowsky 1349. My world, GPT-3 has very few applications because it is not quite right and not quite complete. Cristiano 1349. Also it's still really dumb. Yudkowsky 1349. Like a self-driving car that does great at 99% of the road situations. Economically almost worthless. Cristiano 1349. I think the being dumb is way more important than covers every case. Yudkowsky 1350. Albeit that if new cities could still be built, we could totally take those 99% complete AI cars and build fences and fence gates around them, in a city where they were the only cars on the road, in which case they would work, and get big economic gains from these new cities with driverless cars, which ties back into my point about how current world GDP is unwilling to accept tech inputs. 
Like, it is in fact very plausible to me that there is a neighboring branch of reality with open borders and no housing supply constriction laws and no medical supply constriction laws, and their world GDP does manage to double before AGI hits them really hard, albeit maybe not in four years this world is not earth they are constructing new cities to take advantage of 99% complete driverless cars right now, or rather, they started constructing them five years ago and finished four years and six months ago. 9.3. Requirements for FUM. Cristiano 1353. I really feel like the important part is the jumpiness you are imagining on the AI side, why AGI is different from other things. Cotra 1353. It's actually not obvious to me that Eliezer is imagining that much more jumpiness on the AI technology side than you are, Paul. For example he said in the past that while the gap from subhuman to superhuman AI could be two hours if it's in the middle of FOOM, it could also be a couple years if it's more like scaling AlphaGo. Yudkowsky 1354. Indeed. We observe this jumpiness with hominids. A lot of stuff happened at once with hominids, but a critical terminal part of the jump was the way that hominids started scaling their own food supply, instead of being ultimately limited by the food supply of the savanna. Kotra 1354. A couple years is basically what Paul believes. Cristiano 1355. Discord is not a great place for threaded conversations. Kotra 1355. What are the probabilities you're each placing on the two hours to two year spectrum? I feel like Paul is like no way on two hours, likely on two years and Eliezer is like who knows on the whole spectrum, and a lot of the disagreement is the impact of the previous systems? Cristiano 1355. Yeah, I'm basically at no way, because it seems obvious that the AI that can foom in two hours is preceded by the AI that can foom in two years. Yudkowsky 1356. Well, we surely agree there. Cristiano 1356. Okay, and it seems to me like it is preceded by years. Yudkowsky 1356. We disagree on whether the AI that can foom in two years clearly comes more than two years before the AI that fooms in two hours. Cristiano 1356. Yeah. Perhaps we can all agree it's preceded by at least two hours. So I have some view like, for any given AI we can measure how long does it take to foom. And it seems to me like this is just a nice graph. And it's not exactly clear how quickly that number is going down, but a natural guess to me is something like having each year based on the current rate of progress in hardware and software. And you see localized fast progress most often in places where there hasn't yet been much attention. And my best guess for your view is that actually that's not a nice graph at all. There is some critical threshold or range where AI quickly moves from not fooming for a really long time to fooming really fast, and that seems like the part I'm objecting to. Kotra 1359. Paul is your take that there's a non-infinity number for time to foom that'd be associated with current AI systems, unassisted by humans? And it's going down over time? I feel like I would have said something more like there's a dollar amount it takes to build a system that will foom in X amount of time, and that's going down. Where it's like quadrillions of dollars today. Cristiano 1400 hours. I think it would be a big engineering project to make such an AI, which no one is doing because it would be uselessly slow even if successful. Yudkowsky 1402. I don't think GPT-3 fooms given 2 to the power of 30 longer time to think about than the systems that would otherwise exist 30 years from now, on timelines I'd consider relatively long, and hence generous to this viewpoint? I also don't think you can take a quadrillion dollars and scale GPT-3 to foom today? Kotra 1403. I would agree with your take on GPT-3 fooming, and I didn't mean a quadrillion dollars just to scale GPT-3, would probably be a diffed architecture. Cristiano 1403. I also agree that GPT-3 doesn't foom, it just keeps outputting it next web page it. 
but I think the axes of smart enough to foom fast and wants to foom are pretty different. I also agree there is some minimal threshold below which it doesn't even make sense to talk about wants to foom, which I think is probably just not that hard to reach. Also there are always diminishing returns as you continue increasing compute, which become very relevant if you try to GPT-3 for a billion billion years as in your hypothetical even apart from wants to foom. Kotra 1406. I think maybe you and A then disagree on where the threshold from infinity to a finite number for time for this AI system to foom begins. Where Eliezer thinks it'll drop from infinity to a pretty small finite number and you think it'll drop to a pretty large finite number, and keep going down from there. Cristiano 1407. I also think we will likely jump down to a fooming system only after stuff is pretty crazy, but I think that's probably less important. I think what you said is probably the main important disagreement. Kotra 1408. As in before that point it'll be faster to have human-driven progress than foom-driven progress BC the foom would be too slow? And there's some crossover point around when the foom time is just a bit faster than the human-driven progress time. Cristiano 1409. Yeah, I think most likely, AI plus humans, is faster than, AI alone, because of complementarity. But I think Eliezer and I would still disagree even if I thought there was zero complementarity and it's just, humans improving AI, and separately, AI improving AI. On that pure substitutes model I expect AI foom to start when the rate of AI-driven AI progress overtakes the previous rate of human-driven AI progress. Like, I expect the time for successive doublings of AI output to be like one year, one year, one year, one year, AI takes over, six months, three months. And the most extreme fast takeoff scenario that seems plausible is that kind of perfect substitutes plus no physical economic impact from the prior AI systems. And then by that point fast enough physical impact is really hard so it happens essentially after the software only singularity. I consider that view kind of unlikely but at least coherent. 9.4. AI driven accelerating economic growth. Yudkowsky 1412. I'm expecting that the economy doesn't accept much inputs from chimps, and then the economy doesn't accept much input from village idiots, and then the economy doesn't accept much input from weird immigrants. I can imagine that there may or may not be a very weird two-year or three-month period with strange half-genius systems running around, but they will still not be allowed to build houses. In the terminal phase things get more predictable and the AGI starts its own economy instead. Cristiano 1412. I guess you can go even faster, by having a big and accelerating ramp-up in human investment right around the end, so that the one year is faster, for example if recursive self-improvement was like playing Go and you could move from a few individuals to Google spending $10 billion over a few years. Yudkowsky 1413. My model prophecy doesn't rule that out as a thing that could happen, but sure doesn't emphasize it as a key step that needs to happen. Cristiano 1413. I think it's very likely that AI will mostly be applied to further hardware plus software progress. Kotra, plus sign. I don't really understand why you keep talking about houses and healthcare. Kotra 1413. Eliezer, what about stuff like Google already using ML systems to automate its TPU load sharing decisions, and people starting out use codecs to automate routine programming, and so on? Seems like there's a lot of stuff like that starting to already happen and markets are pricing in huge further increases. Cristiano 1414. It seems like the non-AI up for grabs zone are things like manufacturing, not things like healthcare. Kotra, plus sign. Kotra 1414. I mean on your timelines obviously not much time for acceleration anyway, but that's distinct from the regulation not allowing weak AIs to do stuff story. Yudkowsky 1414. Because I think that a key thing of what makes your prophecy less likely is the way that it happens inside the real world, where, economic gains are not, 
the system is unwilling unable to take the things that are 99% self-driving cars and start to derive big economic benefits from those. Cotra 1415. But it seems like huge economic gains could happen entirely in industries mostly not regulated and not customer-facing, like hardware software R&D, manufacturing shipping logistics, etc. Yudkowsky 1415. IAI. I'd consider codecs of far greater could be economically important ness than automated TPU load sharing decisions. Cotra 1415. I would agree with that, it's smarter and more general. And I think that kind of thing could be applied on the hardware chip design side too. Yudkowsky 1416. No, because the TPU load sharing stuff has an obvious saturation point as a world economic input, while super codecs could be a world economic input in many more places. Cotra 1416. The TPU load sharing thing was not a claim that this application could scale up to crazy impacts, but that it was allowed to happen, and future stuff that improves that kind of thing, back-end hardware software slash logistics, would probably also be allowed. Yudkowsky 1416. My sense is that decupling the number of programmers would not lift world GDP much, but it seems a lot more possible for me to be wrong about that. Cristiano 1417. The point is that housing and healthcare are not central examples of things that scale up at the beginning of explosive growth, regardless of whether it's hard or soft. They are slower and harder, and also in efficient markets land they become way less important during the transition. So they aren't happening that much on anyone's story. And also it doesn't make that much difference whether they happen, because they have pretty limited effects on other stuff. Like, right now we have an industry of hundreds of billions that is producing computing hardware, building data centers, mining raw inputs, building factories to build computing hardware, solar panels, shipping around all of those parts, etc. etc. I'm kind of interested in the question of whether all that stuff explodes, although it doesn't feel as core as the question of what are the dynamics of the software-only singularity and how much dollar are people spending initiating it? But I'm not really interested in the question of whether human welfare is spiking during the transition or only after. Yudkowsky 1420. All of world GDP has never felt particularly relevant to me on that score since twice as much hardware maybe corresponds to being three months earlier, or something like that. Cristiano 1421. That sounds like the stuff of predictions? Yudkowsky 1421. But if complete chip manufacturing cycles have accepted much more effective AI input, with no non-AI bottlenecks, then that sure is a much more material element of a FOOM cycle than I usually envision. Cristiano 1421. Like, do you think it's often the case that three months of software progress equals doubling compute spending? Or do you think AGI is different from normal AI on this perspective? I don't think that's that far off anyway. I would guess like one year. Yudkowsky 1422. Like, world GDP that goes up by only 10%, but that's because producing compute capacity was 2.5% of world GDP and that quadrupled, starts to feel much more to me like it's part of a FOOM story. I expect software beats hardware to hit harder and harder as you get closer to AGI, yeah. The prediction is firmer near the terminal phase, but I think this is also a case where I expect that to be visible earlier. Cristiano 1424. I think that by the time that the AI improving AI takes over, it's likely that hardware plus software manufacturing plus R&D represents like 10 to 20% of GDP, and that the alien accountants visiting Earth would value those companies at like 80% plus of GDP. This was part one of, Cristiano, Kotra, and Yudkowsky on AI progress, by Eliezer Yudkowsky and Iaea Kotra. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.